You're listening to Startup Acquisition Stories, a podcast featuring the stories of startup founders and buyers who have successfully gone through an acquisition process using Acquire.com, the world's number one startup acquisition marketplace. To date, Acquire.com has helped thousands of startups get acquired and facilitated hundreds of millions in closed deal volume. Here's your host, Andrew Gazdecki. Uh, I'm here with Ranjit, who has actually bought a startup on Acquire and has two startups currently listed on Acquire. Ranjit, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did I get those numbers correct, by the way? So you've, you've acquired a business and you're currently looking to sell two different businesses? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I acquired, actually, I acquired three okay. in nice. 2022. Um, and I decided to focus on one and now I'm list- I've listed the other two. Uh, very nice. Okay. Yeah. So for those that don't know you, do you want to just give a brief um, introduction of yeah. yourself? Yeah. So um, I'm Ranjit. I'm based in India and um, I acquired Atomic Fusion. That's my primary uh, thing right now. So I acquired Atomic Fusion in 2022 um, on MicroAcquire. And um, I also acquired uh, two apps at the same time. So a little background about me would be like, um, I'm a maker essentially. So I come from like a background of technology and design. So I did my electrical engineering and then um, I was a maker during my undergrad and I used to build a lot of stuff and I wished there was something like microacquire back then. Um, but um, yeah, so then I, I started a small, a smart home product business in India uh, right after my undergrad and I got knocked around a bit, learned a lot of lessons. And, um, and then I went for my master's uh, to Manchester where I learned uh, design, applied design. Basically, it's called digital experience design. Uh, so that was a good intersection between uh, tech and design. And um, I got a good chance to, you know, build stuff there and, you know, in, in context of all these interesting new concepts being taught and learned. And during my thesis, I was trying to build a tool that could automate, uh, what do you call it, like a focus group study, right? And that's when I discovered Bubble. So Bubble is a no-code platform that lets you build full-stack web applications um, without the need to be a tech person and without even the need for a product team. So I discovered Bubble. I started building my focus group app there and I used that for my thesis. It worked well. And right after that, the lockdown, the COVID lockdown hit, right? And that's when I decided to, you know, just because there was no nothing else happening. So I decided to do some freelancing with Bubble because I just learned that. And uh, that worked out well. And then I was freelancing for a few years. <clears throat> until in 2021, I got pretty good at Bubble and I realized that it's probably the next step would be to get into a SaaS product business rather than, you know, freelance full time. And uh, I was using Atomic Fusion at the time. So this was, sorry, in 2021, I decided to um, start, yeah, start, get into the whole SaaS scene. So I, I, I picked clients that were in SaaS so I could understand how it works. And then in 2022, um, I started using Atomic Fusion. It was this Back then it was like, it's basically what it is right now, but it was like a very niche new thing. Um, and one of my clients introduced it to me and we were using it for bubble development. And um, around that time, I decided to get into, you know, micro acquire to start looking at what people are doing, you know, what the landscape is. And I saw Atomic Fusion there and I got in touch with the founder, Neil, and we hit it off and it was just, uh, you know, smooth sailing from there. That's awesome. That's that's quite the story and uh, glad glad to hear you now. You, you, you know, uh, took an opportunity where, you know, a lot of people, you know, accomplished so much during, you know, a hard time, uh, learned a new skill, uh, yeah. got into SaaS. I love how you started with consulting. You know, yeah. that's one of the best ways to, you know, really figure out, you know, how a certain business model works or problems that sure, a certain yeah. customer has. Um, so I love that. 
so let's get to um you know the the story of um maybe we'll focus on uh just atomic fusion specifically in terms of um you know what what made you acquire it so um i guess my my, my first question is you know you're I assume you're, you're probably going through acquire a lot, um, acquire.com. I, I'm yeah. still, you know, still, still jumbling with micro acquire, acquire.com <laughs> that's the company name. Um, you're, you're on acquire.com looking at a bunch of different businesses. What made, um, atomic fusion, um, stand out to you? Was it the fact that you had used it before? Um, yeah. So a couple of things. Yeah. I'd used it before. It was in the, it was in my niche. I was a bubble developer, hardcore and um, all of that but you know it kind of stood out in the sense that it was so all the other things that I was looking at all the other startups that I was looking at was you know I, I kind of ended up looking at it from you know how much money can I make out of this in the future right and that was kind of like a you know with, with look, me looking at it with blinders on uh, but when I found um, Atomic Fusion it was different because I realized that you know it's not about um, how much money you can make from it but it's about what you can do for that user base right and that I realized that when I saw Atomic Fusion and then and that just made it you know, that just clicked nice so you you saw a growth opportunity within the business I saw, I saw a growth opportunity i also saw an opportunity to add value to a niche that i care so so back then i was kind of in a in a process of kind of discovering what i really want to do so i knew i wanted to get into a SaaS uh, business a product business but i was still discovering like what industry i would want to do that in etc right and then this just hit me and then all in on bubble i love it okay so all right. So let's, let's back up to the point. Um, you know, you, you discover this business and you, and you love it. So yeah. I assume you reach out to, uh, Neil, the owner, um, how did those initial conversations, um, go and how did you, um, you know, qualify this as, you know, a good acquisition opportunity in terms of vetting the buyer due diligence or, or what have you? So there were two sides to it. One was like how well I got along with the seller, Neil. So we, we immediately hit it off. Uh, because we had a lot of things in common. We were both bubble developers um, and we were both, you know, we'd been hustling in the past. So we knew kind of, you know, where we were both coming from. And um, I had used Atomic Fusion already. So I knew the, I knew the product. I knew how powerful it was and what it could be, you know? So sometimes um, it's important, like, as a, as a buyer, I'd say to have a vision of what the product could be. Um, and it's, it's good if that vision is different from the person who's selling it. Um, that's just the way I see it. Because, you know, if, if, if there's an, if you see an opportunity to make it way, way bigger and help way more people than it currently does, then that's definitely a, a, a good, good enough reason to, you know, acquire. So I saw that. And, um, and the other side of it was um, kind of like, a it, it's, I'm, I'm kind of betting on no good in a big way. Right. So, and I've, I've always thought that that's, that's a good idea. You know, back then I thought, you know, no code really looks like something that's going to grow really soon. Uh, I mean, it's already growing, but it's going to grow way faster very soon. And uh, that was just a gamble I wanted to take. So, I mean, a combination of these two. Nice. I, I could not agree more because, you know, with, with tools like Bubble and uh, other no-code platforms, it essentially democratizes, you know, building a startup. Exactly. So, you don't have to be technical anymore. You know, we see a lot of really interesting no-code tools. Tell me, um, for those that don't know um, what Atomic Fusion does, um, let's back up a step. What what does Atomic Fusion do? So, Atomic Fusion is built in Bubble and it's, it's um, a tool that helps Bubble developers build stuff better and faster and easier in using bubble so you can think of it as a combination of dribble and github but for bubble stuff 
So in, in no code, what happens is you build stuff out. Um, I think a lot of people have seen Wix. So it's kind of similar. That's a core example of what no code is. So, you, you know, you can drag and drop stuff and you build pages and functionalities, but you can't, you can't export that into code that's text, right? So um, that's the, the traditional way of um, sharing what you build is by just copy pasting or uploading text. Uh, code as text you can't do that with no code because no code tools most no code tools don't let you extract that code out um, but atomic fusion lets you do that with bubble and it lets you extract the stuff that you build uh, on bubble store it on atomic fusion share it and now we are even introduced a marketplace where you can you know build stuff and sell it on the marketplace ah that's clever i like that okay so um Awesome product, awesome individual that's selling it, Neil. Uh, what what happens after that? So you had some, I assume, a few due diligence calls. You agreed on um, yeah. a price. Um, you know, I guess maybe from here, um, you know, what went really well in the process of acquiring uh, this business, and where's maybe like some areas like looking back were a little bumpy or uh, just lessons learned. Um, I don't, I don't recall any bumpy <laughs> parts of the whole thing, but um, so the, yeah, so the main things that that uh, went down were uh, the due diligence, and then there was a little bit of negotiating. Um, but I mean, I think we had built up a good rapport, so it it wasn't really as much negotiating as it was, you know, what can we, how, how can we get this done, you know, how can we get this done smoothly? Um, so it was more of a conversation, but the the biggest part of it was due diligence and also me figuring out um what it takes to run that product. So if I'm gonna, because um at that point I was a solo entrepreneur, right? I didn't have anyone, I didn't have a team or anything. So I was, it was really important for me to understand um what processes I needed to set up for the operations of the uh, of the product and uh, things like that so those were really uh the things we got into due diligence was not too complicated because everything was on stripe um and there was some analytics tools so it was basically a combination of those two things and then um, just making sure that you know the numbers that um were used to define the price were correct and those kinds of basic things um but yeah it was pretty smooth from there actually nice i think that it, it what you're bringing up is so important in terms of just building goodwill with the yeah. seller. And that goes for, it's a two-way street too, because yeah. you got to do due diligence. You got to get on calls together. You probably had questions for you, like, how does this work? How does this work? Yeah. Do you have, can I review this? And if you don't get along, like, it's just <laughs> really hard to make a deal work. Um, I hear this constantly from buyers and sellers. So maybe just uh, like a, a tip for people listening to that, that, um, you know, are looking to sell or buy a business is just how important that goodwill. And um, I always say, you know, I, I've said this probably on half of the podcasts that I've done is yeah. you can't do a good deal with a bad person. It's a quote by Warren Buffett. And it, it just couldn't be more true because I hear it so often. Um, I guess I guess my next question would be, um, so you're, you're selling businesses, you're, you're buying businesses. So you know, I, I have to assume, you know, you're, you're pretty experienced at this point with um, acquisitions. What are maybe, you know, the top three tips you would give to uh, someone looking to um, have their startup uh, acquired? What stands out to you? What's maybe something not to do? Just any general tips? So maybe a couple of things. Um, I'd say make sure to document um, the processes broadly. Um, that's really important when you're selling the, the, so the other person will get the product in a lot of cases. So in most cases, code is already documented. So that's not a problem, but it's really important for them to be able to easily transition into operating that startup or that product. Um, so like, you know, operating procedures are really helpful. Um, it's probably not something that most, you know, uh, micro startup founders really do, but I think that really helps uh, when you're selling 
a micro startup or even a startup um i'd also say um like i said before like so the, the right person to sell it to would be someone who has um has a has a bigger goal in mind and your startup is a way to get there so that's actually something i learned like i kind of realized this when i was selling this last um, app of mine uh, last month um so it it's basically um it's it was like a canva for gamers right so so gamers want to kind of design logos for themselves and their clans or groups um and this was like a a canva way a, a templatized canva styled um app that lets you you know put in text and images and stuff and then have, you know download a logo and now this guy wanted to use that platform to get into an nft uh, based um startup uh, directed towards gamers and i thought that was really cool because i had never thought of that and clearly this guy knows a lot about nfts and he's really betting on it and he sees a lot of value in in what my app is today because he thinks it can become something way bigger in the near future right so i would say those are some things that that would really you know make a good deal nice i like that especially the part of you know sometimes you know entrepreneurs they they build something then they lose kind of that motivation or passion for it and when you're able to sell it to someone you can you know breathe in that new energy to take it farther than you can. And then uh, Neil, who sold Atomic Fusion, he can go off and build something new that he's excited yeah. about. And you're super excited about what you purchased. It's kind of like the perfect um, handoff. So I, I completely agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess at this point, I'm wondering, um, you know, what are what are you up to now? You got, um, you have so many different things uh, going on. Um, are you building anything new? Are you solely focused on Atomic Fusion or um, kind of what's your, what's your main focus today? So I am primarily focused on Atomic Fusion, um, building a lot of new interesting features on it. I am the product team, by the way. So like I'm, I'm literally building everything uh, on Bubble. Um, I have a few clients as well. I'm doing some consulting um, to support uh, Atomic Fusion and um, some really interesting clients and really interesting apps that I'm building. Uh, for them. So that's basically where I am right now. Nice. Well, Andrew, thanks so much for uh, for joining the podcast. This has been uh, fun to hear. Just, you know, I came in thinking that you had only bought and sold one app and it sounds like you're very active. Mm-hmm. So congrats on all the success. Um, if you want to learn, you know, more about your story or just get in touch with you, where's uh, where's the best place to, to find you? You could just email me. Uh, I'll send over my email address. You probably don't want to share your email on a podcast. So well, are, you on, podcast. are you on uh, Twitter? I'm on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter um yeah you could you could reach me i'm on i'm on instagram as well but that's that's private <laughs> all right i'll put the i'll put those in the show notes well ranjit thanks awesome. so much for uh joining the podcast and uh congrats thanks on for having positions. me yeah great to meet you yeah likewise all right cheers awesome. ranjit all right have a good day see you bye thanks for listening to this episode of the startup acquisition stories podcast if you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to like and follow on your preferred channel. If you know a friend or colleague that's thinking about selling their startup and don't know where to start, please share it with them. For more information on acquire.com and how we can help you start conversations with serious buyers with acquisition targets ranging from 50,000 up to 50 million or more, check us out at acquire.com. We'll see you next time.